1: Uh, any questions, guys? You've got the you've got the thing in front of you. Oh uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm half <laughs> asleep, boys. You I
3: on.
1: Hello. Merry Christmas and welcome to this rainstop play Christmas special. We're very proud to be doing one of these. We've made it this far, boys. It's the end of the year. We thought we'd have a bit of fun. No ashes talk. No chaos in Indian cricket talk. Just. Remembering the cricketing year. That's what this is going to be. Uh, I know in the last part I said we won't see you again until after Christmas, but here we are. After this, we won't see you until after Christmas. But let's get stuck in. Uh, we're going to do the Rainies again. If you recall, regular listeners remember the Rainies from the end of the T20 World Cup, which was fun. But this is our end of year Rainies, the big one, the one that everyone really talks about and waits for. It's a full rain stop play team. I'm going to say hello to everyone. I'll start with Glenn because he's disheveled in some sort of library in Wyoming. <laughs> What's going on, Glenn? Merry Christmas.
2: Yeah, I have nothing to add. I'm disheveled in a, uh, in a what is basically effectively a basement library in Wyoming. So on to the next. <laughs> so, so it's supposed to be. Will, how are you? Very well. I'm very excited to be doing this podcast. I, I haven't been feeling as Christmassy as I wanted
3: to thus far. So this is my this is my big Christmas moment.
1: Yeah, same. I'm, 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 we should play some tunes, maybe. I don't know if we have the royalties to so that. Probably not. Let's not go down that. Let's not go down that path. Uh, Zach, how are you? Merry Christmas. What's, what's going on?
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, all good. I, I, is there a rule about like 15 seconds for thingy for, for 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 the amount of music you're allowed to play? I don't know. Something
1: like that. But Something does anyone like want to hear 15 seconds of Mariah Carey no, just go to Spotify?
0: This is quick thing. Quick question for Glenn. Glenn, what time are you going to bed at the moment? Because there's. Now, I keep seeing you on fa- online on Facebook. There's no test match on, so you've got no excuse. I saw you online on Facebook at, like, I think it must have been 11 a.m. UK time today. Maybe that was a push, but, like, what time is that for you?
2: Yeah, I don't really want to answer that on <laughs> Uh I have a really healthy work-life sleep balance. Uh, I don't, uh, one, two, that's my usual go-to-bed time. That's not too bad, is it?
1: Test matches have messed you up, haven't they? That day night, really absolutely have. killed you. It was the spaces at 3am for me that cracked me up local. <laughs> Till that, 4. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Right. So for those who didn't listen to our last uh, awards episode, they're called The Rainies. don't know why. I think I came up with it on the spot, but I think it's it stuck. Uh, it's stuck. Um, and we've got four nominations for each of these awards. I think there's... Nine or ten. I couldn't tell you how many. Some might get cut. Some, I shouldn't say a real big number, really. Uh, we've all done one nomination each, all, all four of us on the pod, and we're going to hash it out now. We're going to discuss who wins which award live on air. OK, first award, first Rainies, end of year award. We're going to go with Villain of the Year. I think this is a fun one to start on. It was to be all negative and get really angry at some people. And it also might be a quick one. Might be a quick one. First nominee, Yorkshire County Cricket Club. Well done. You've had a stinker. Um, I, I, this could be hard to argue against there's a few other nominations that we must talk about Uh, coronavirus shout out to coronavirus still plaguing our lives slowly but surely Michael Vaughan who again sort of comes under the umbrella of Yorkshire County Cricket Club and I put in at last minute and this is I'm jesting here I don't want to put him under the same you know banner as Yorkshire Cricket and Michael Vaughan <laughs> is Axar Patel who's been my, my personal for another year so I'm sorry, Axar.
0: Sorry, can we just can we just talk about the fact that you've just it in some bloke who's quite good at playing cricket in his home <laughs> conditions?
2: That
1: yeah, I mean it's st- he's he's still given me the most stress this year, and he he comes in many awards later, nominated for a few more. Don't worry, but yeah, I'm sorry, Axar. But let's discuss. I think do we give it Yorkshire, and then like Michael Vaughan's is part of that.
3: Without a doubt, yeah, we, we, Yorkshire yeah. unanimously. The problem with this whole award is that there are others you could think of. I mean, I had I had the Bangladesh T20 World Cup team in the back of my mind, mm. but but as with the axar rule, you can't nominate somebody <laughs> along so when Yorkshire is there in the category, it's just not fair.
0: Don't <laughs> don't worry. The the Bangladesh T20 team gets a mention later on, so Fantastic. we get to talk about them. Don't forget they already own a rainy for like
1: most hated team ever. I think then it. It was like should. it was like most hated thing. It was like wow, okay, bro, <laughs> easy. But we'll come back to them again. Um, So, yeah, congratulations, Yorkshire County Cricket Club, um, for winning that rainy. Uh, That will be in the post, along with, I'm sure, many other things uh, along your way at the minute. Uh, Okay, let's go more positive. Next award is Hero of the Year 2021. Four nominees here. Uh, Craig Williams, who is of Namibia fame, who had a great World Cup and is Glenn's new best friend. Uh, Jatinda Singh and all of Oman uh again a very very good one coming back onto the minnows pod we enjoyed so much uh, a few months ago um or uh, this, we all got one nominee each this is obviously wills but he says all richard pant so let's ha- let's have them both this um, is
3: inside baseball this is straight from our notes i said i'll nominate <laughs> richard Pan if no one else does it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but and i nobody. hoped that someone else would
1: and nobody did unfortunately oh that's a shame he's still in though don't worry he'll get the nominee
0: I would have done. I would have nominated him if you hadn't already said Rishabh Pant if no one else will.
3: I've yeah. ruined it for myself.
0: Yeah, he was going to be in, Will. Come on. Uh, Mohamed
1: Siraj, who had a, a fantastic year and entertained us thoroughly, and still his actually, even in that, all the way down to that New Zealand series a few weeks ago. And Axar Patel, because he was very good in home conditions. <laughs> and I felt bad for putting him in villain of the year. So please, um, defend your nominees, boys.
2: Craig Williams. <laughs> um,. <laughs> yep. Obviously, uh, he was, He became, uh, I think, the perfect um, person to characterize uh, the minnow section of the uh, of the World Cup, which it was quite clear that all of us enjoyed far more than the Super 12s. which weren't particularly super at all. They were terrible. Um, Namibia were... Uh, just one of those nations that you don't think you're going to fall in love with. It's Namibia. <laughs> was a, I, I thought I've got a bit of a short straw when I started researching them uh, for the Menos Pod, but you know, you you dig a little bit deeper and you 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 read about. People of folklore, such as Craig Williams, you know, he's not a particularly great batsman, but he's giving it his best shot uh, in high-pressure conditions. Uh, he's got his own high-performance centre, um, which just blew my mind. I mean, what dedication to the game, to bring the game uh, to the heart of Namibia and to offer high-performance quality um, lessons. Did Would I trust him to teach my kids after watching some of those batting performances? Probably not, but that doesn't matter. He's given it a go, and I think he got a really nice, like, 50 ball 20 in one of the games so i think he's a he's a real hero yeah. he's
0: king he's like king plodder isn't he
2: <laughs>
0: he scored 119 runs at a strike rate of 85 in the world cup he didn't even have 100 strike oh, rate. but, that, but that makes him a days. hero
1: for that i think that's funnier <laughs> it's definitely funnier that his strike rate was that low it has to be
3: <laughs> the problem is craig williams isn't even namibia's hero they have one it's a, it's it's gerhard the captain and only good batter
1: Oh, the guy who actually did something in the, the tournament. Guy who yeah, did but something. for us, Will, for us, you know, he's our hero. Yeah, he's our um, hero. And the Bible <laughs> did quite well. They got into those terrible super twelves. Um, okay, speak this, this stick on this topic of uh, minnow teams in the World Cup, because this was a highlight of all our years, I think. Uh, Will, you nominated Jatinda Singh and all of Man for doing so much in so few games in that brilliant prelim- preliminary stage.
3: Yeah, and all of the same logic as Craig Williams applies. Of course he's not <laughs> particularly good at cricket although I would argue of the minnow's face he's probably the best cricketer that was sort of my high point I think of just joy watching cricket this year was the, the sort of the one Oman victory and the couple other flirtations of being good they had I think he got the T20 rainy award for, for the most heartbreaking moment for his run out in the final game but that just makes him more of a tragic hero that's the perfect story arc Um, and, and ultimately he gets the award for just being infectiously enthusiastic about cricket in a year where There's been a lot of sadness and depressing things for us to talk about on this podcast.
1: Mm, That's compelling. Very compelling from both minnows there. Um, Zach, I'm guessing you were Siraj. That's that's just a guess. Talk me through his year. I agree. This guy should have been nominated. He's had a good year. He's been good fun.
0: Yeah. So this again kind of crosses over from late last year a little bit because obviously that Australia India series happened this time last year, so parts of it were last year, parts of it this year. And it was kind of he had a, he he took like a five in like a green top in a IPL game as well. If you remember, Dan, and it was like, oh, my God, when India come to England, this guy is going to be good. And, you know, if anything, that should be hottest take because we definitely were talking about how he could be good in test cricket. And he's been quite good. And then he was, you know, the hero of India in Australia. That amazing series, which we're going to talk. I'm sure we're going to talk about at some point later because that deserves lots of awards and then he became a bit of a villain because he was happy to kind of give it back to the england fans in england and england fans started to dislike him and it was like it really annoyed me and i reckon dan you don't i reckon Dan doesn't like him anymore and it kind of annoyed me remember this guy he was so good and it's just because he's good and he'll happily give a bit back that people you love him when he's playing for your team you know one of those, like in football. You love him when he's playing for your team, but it's horrible to play against. You know, Joey Barton. Let's,
1: let's, let's say Neil Mopé again. This is two points in Mopay, yeah. Neil Mopay.
0: I mean, who'd, who'd have
1: thought it, right? Here he is. I agree. He's that exact kind of character. And he had a great year. Um, my nominee is Axel Patel, because I've never seen a man just sort of bowl a ball and get everybody out so quickly. And with such little skill. Uh, 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 and that's the most <laughs> impressive part is that he just sort of rolls it with his left arm as to ollie pope who'd get out you know playing under sixes at the minute uh, and, if, and all the all the indian commentators think he's amazing uh, those hero of the year yes he is amazing because of all of those things let's give it to axar boys he's taken 36 wickets in his first five test I don't matches. don't care i don't care they were all in made uh, but he but he's for a hero for that remember doesn't he hero. have
3: like the best average in india ever of anyone
1: he Doesn't he have the best Test bowling average ever? Yeah. he must do. I think so. he must do. He must do. Average is 11. But he must be here of the Year then. You can't. You, can, you just rocked up with the best Test average. And, and and has he ever played away from home?
0: Never played away from home. Yeah, played fast. three Tests. Okay. He, he Still, didn't even play. Point. He didn't even play all the Tests against England. He didn't play in that uh, first Test. Got brought in. I think and he then... was that day-nighter that, that triggered me the most.
2: Do you think it's fair to say that there's not potentially? a huge amount of genuine heroes if we have a love-hate relationship with craig and axar and I, I, i'm leaning towards uh Chichinta because a man would just absolutely wonderful uh and suraj yeah okay you know, not not a bad pitch i'm not too fussed on him either way to be fair but i think there's a genuine can i be honest there's a genuine lack of heroes in this in this collection of people would you, would you agree with that
3: that is the take of a man who's been watching the Ashes for two weeks already. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's been broken he's like, by cricket. There's no heroes in professional cricket. There are none. <laughs> Everyone's
1: terrible. That's where I'm at going as well, especially with Axar. So, yeah, I think because he's so optimistic and because they were so much fun, we've got to give it to Jatinder Singh. Is, it J- is this just Jatinder Will or is this...
3: It's just, it's just Jatinder. It so. He would get up to do his speech and he'd give a special mention to the nation. Of course Oman.
1: you would. Of course you would. And we'll, we'll, we'll make sure he gives us an audio note when I get in touch. Uh, so congratulations, Jatinder Singh. Uh, Hero of the Year 2021. Next up, Team of the Year. Now, I, I did a little jokey one to start. So but I, I, I think this is how I interpreted Team of the Year. And I've said London Spirit for being so, so bad in 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 so so many ways and so middle sex at the same time very on brand for a team that plays at lord so i liked that uh, the next nominee is new zealand and i think that's fair we can talk, talk more about them the india test team very good interesting and then the bangladesh t20 team for being for being so bad after hilariously battering australia 4-1 and new zealand 3-2 um again two teams that did bad in this two teams that are quite good I'm leaning already toward the India Test team and simply, and I know we're going to talk about this later, that test series in Australia, right? That was cool. That was, very. I think specifically that team that won the fourth test, which had like no players left in it. It was like all second string players.
3: Yeah, we should really be nominating the India Test B team.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spot on, spot on. Because, I mean, who was out for that fourth test now? We're casting our minds literally back a year ago now, but it was like was the thing he was playing on one leg was he um Vahari
0: or, or was he even injured for that one it was, i think he, i think he was out he, he was, was out, out. cuz he got he got injured in the test before cuz he got t- he got injured yeah, in that was the gabba sorry in the sydney test and then they played playing for the draw yeah playing for the draw and that's why they had to play for the draw
1: that was it so which t- the bowling attack must have been what suraj tackle Signe.
0: Signing. Oh, Didn't oh, yeah. What a guy! What a guy! We love him.
1: Um, this was a raw test to him They went and beat Australia. It was, it was so cool. We loved no that. No Coley
0: so, as well, obviously. Yeah,
1: no Coley. I'm guessing Rahani was obviously in charge. Who we love. Um, who's opening King Washington.
2: We had Washington there. Oh um, good. Oh washi. Oh, yeah, it's just, just like not, a how
1: with my hero? I'm, I'm thinking the more nominees are going through now.
3: I've not seen him in a while.
1: That um, might have been why, Will. Just he's, been,
0: he's been absolutely smashing runs in the 50-over tournament in India. Awesome. Or he was last time I checked, but that was a couple of weeks thing. ago.
1: Um, okay, so strong vibes with India, specifically the fourth test team, the B team. Congrats to India B. That, that was a good start. Okay, New Zealand. He wants to talk about New Zealand because they've had a good year.
2: Yeah, I nominated them uh, because again, they're a pretty inspiring team. They're a really likable unit, I think. Um I've flirted with putting uh, Kane Williamson in as my hero of the year because I think he's just, you know, he is a real in my opinion, he's everything you want in a leader. He's very modest, he's clearly exceptionally knowledgeable about the game and he's just good at his job he's an unbelievable batsman and he's, you know and and with that that filters down to the rest of the team i think they've got a really uh likeable really fun especially in a t20 um, format you know aggressive fun team um and you know we saw what they did with the um, with the world cup with the first ever world cup uh, world test championship shall i say like that was that was absolutely superb however i'm leaning towards the india test b team because i think them to cement this award they had to have won i feel like the uh, the t20 world cup i think it was exceptional that they won the test championship um I, especially all of this contextualized in the back of tw- uh, 2019's um heartbreak over here in england in the one day international world cup but i think to really nail in uh, that team of the year that that double triumph would have been superb but they're playing cricket to high quality across every format which i think is worthy of inclusion and worthy of genuinely just like congratulations for you know you know outplaying england and england i mean they they tick nearly every box it's such a shame they fell on the final hurdle in that in the the world cup
1: forgot about that series in england you know and they were convincing in that weren't they and I i think williamson didn't play one of those test matches as well very good shout grant and they are nice blokes aren't they i think we always say that when we ever talk about new zealand Uh, Bangladesh T20. I'm guessing this is again, this is you Zach, because we gave them the most hated team award, not two months ago. Here they are as potential
0: team of the year. Talk me through that. I just think their year is hilarious. (laughs) Looking back (laughs) at their whole year is just brilliant. The fact that they played New Zealand and Australia at home, who obviously then ended up playing the final in the T20 World Cup and they battered Australia 4-1. I think there was like two games where Bangladesh hit like 115 and Australia couldn't chase it down. Uh, I I didn't watch much of it. and I'm glad I I can imagine it was horrendous to watch. Apparently the pitches were terrible and that obviously didn't prepare them very well for the Scottish challenge they would then face. Yeah.
1: Listen, if you're going to prepare for the Scots, don't play on pitches (laughs) like that because you know how lethal they are.
0: (laughs) So it's just hilarious. The fact that they did that, they beat New Zealand. They, They played Zimbabwe earlier on in the year. You know, they since since the T20 World Cup, they got battered by they got battered by Pakistan in a, in a test series. And, they, they, you know, they're not a very good side, Bangladesh. But the fact that they managed to win those two big series at home, you know, Australia don't travel much. So Australia actually going away to Bangladesh was pretty big. And then they were just horrible to watch because they just were shocking in the T20 World Cup.
1: They had quite a the year. They really, really did. Um, same for London Spirit, who only played eight games of cricket, but felt like they've been they've been part of us for a, lo- a lot longer than that. And Shane Warne being in charge and somehow Owen Morgan not being good for a while that was sad, wasn't it? So maybe they should have been saddest team of the year because they sucked. They really sucked.
0: Yeah, and it it was so predictable as well because they had a few they had like some really good overseas players that pulled out, and they're just their domestic players. Just it was like oh god, they're gonna be awful, aren't they? And and they were they and were, poor Ovens yeah. really they, they sucked and well done
1: Will for jumping ship because uh, that could have been coldest take of the year if you'd if you'd decided to like stay on with them and not go to the Open Invincibles are we all in agreement boys it's India's B team I know that nomination changed slightly but that specific eleven men for that four test I think deserve a, a massive Rainy Award so well done to them uh, that is our team of the year 2021 and that happened a year ago pretty much which is crazy. Okay, so the next award is to give ourselves a pat on the back. And we, we've already claimed this award, lads. So whichever way it goes, we're going to win it. It's rainstop Play episode of the year. <laughs> and you know, for those who have been with us for every episode, thank you very much, by the way, for your support all year. Uh, and if you haven't heard these episodes we're going to talk about, you should go and listen to them because they're really, really good. Um, my option, my nominee rather, was the 100 preview episode because I thought we had an actual real discussion about a thing. And that was quite cool. I thought, you know, as much, that's what podcasts tend to do. Uh, but I thought we actually tried to put our prejudices to one side and talk about what was occurring there. And that was a good bit of good bit of chat. Uh, the Minnows pod. Oh, two nominees for this one. We spoken about how much we love this. Here it is again appearing. Um, that was a great episode. And then the Yorkshire special, which done very well. Again, thank you so those for listening to that. And that was real journalism, wasn't it, boys? That was like a real thing as well. So discuss. I think I know this is heading... But let's talk about some moments we enjoyed this year as well on the pod.
0: I, ju- I, I think it depends. Again, it depends which way you want to go with this, because the Minnows one was the one I enjoyed recording and prepping for the most. But then obviously the Yorkshire special was the best episode. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs>
1: comfortably. A good point. that's, that's, that's actually quite a good point. <laughs> Okay, so before, my we that, take of the year. <laughs> before we award that to ourselves, let's have some moments of the year. Just little snippets that we all remember uh, that cast your minds back across the last 12 months of podcasting. I'm going to go to a very recent one to kick us off. And that is from the last episode, not a few days ago, where will somehow started talking about the Marshall Plan and general US foreign policy uh, about 45 minutes into a, a talk about England's batting collapse. That was huge. I think it's the, that's some of your finest work, Will.
3: Oh, thank you. I enjoy the slightly random analogies. I think I've been inspired by uh, by by Chris Marshall, who we spoke to on the Yorkshire pod, who had about <laughs> six different analogies or stories from his life to describe this particular situation. And it would go in very odd ways. You take a long way round, but you'd always get back to the point.
1: Any more moments that are standing out for you, boys? I mean, I'm trying to think of I mean, the last 10 minutes of every pod could be a moment because they're not at one point. Has any, have any of them been even slightly
0: sensible? <laughs> Sorry, I've got one the time me and will recorded a pod and didn't didn't uh oh, click oh, record. Oh, that has that's to be... right. I've
3: forgotten that that's that's got to have an award.
0: and and
1: and how good would that be? I know you re-recorded it and it was excellent still don't get me wrong, but there's nothing quite like the first fresh take, so it's just not quite the same second well,
3: I think time the, I think I think the re record is actually quite good, so oh, okay in in a, in a way, it was helpful. <laughs>
1: I I do think we missed something that you didn't really record, which was your little breakdown about just the amount of oh, cricket that's been going. Oh yeah, 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 We've, yeah.
3: we've got Quite that on every breakdown. podcast since, so it's
0: mm. all right. Too much yeah. cricket chat. That would have been a one that would be classed for video though, because I started reading out to Will, kind of like England's future tour program, and just his face getting like lower and lower and lower mm-hmm. as I read out. Oh, England are you know going to pakistan three times and bangladesh twice and,
3: i still can't you know. believe they're going to the west indies four days after the ashes it's so soon they have to they have to find a new head coach because someone <laughs> can't be bothered to go <laughs> ridiculous but on the on the actual pod uh award uh, yeah, i yeah echoes that completely Yorkshire is probably some of our our, our our finest work um and i'm pleased that it's done well listeners if you haven't listened go listen and i love making that however the minnows was a lot of fun The Menos was was a very enjoyable podcast to record, as was The 100. I think The 100 was the sort of start of our slight over of cricket (laughs) and branching (laughs) out into the path which would eventually become the Yorkshire Special.
1: Yeah, that was sort of... the, The 100 preview ran walked so that the Yorkshire special could run right that was exactly. us trying trying to be deadly serious so the, so the
2: Marshall ticket. Plan could fly <laughs>
1: <laughs> brilliant so let's give ourselves a pat on the back that Yorkshire special is very good and that wins rain play episode of the year uh okay let's talk about some actual cricket again now and specific game of the year um test match ODI whatever it's game of cricket that occurred in the year uh five nominees to this because I've come up with another one off the top of my head just so you can give it a mention Uh, The first nominee is India's fourth test win versus Australia, which we've spoken about in great depth and how much we love that. And that team's already won an award. Uh, Pakistan win over India in the T20 World Cup. Very good. This was probably the highlight of that tournament as well. So that definitely deserves a shout out. Uh, Scotland beating Bangladesh in the uh, preliminary stage. That was very fun as well. The World Test Championship final went over six days. You know, was it ever going to get finished? Uh, Nice little run chase in New Zealand in the end. And then our game of cricket on Clapham Common in August, which obviously no one watched and it's very much an inside joke, but we had it and it was fun and we don't see each other much. So it was a nice thing to do. (laughs) Okay, boys, what what out of these four or five games was your favourite this year? I'm
2: leaning, I'm leaning towards the pakistan win over india and i don't i don't want this to come across as me be, me being harsh on will because it's, it's literally not that at all i think it was unfortunate perhaps that we didn't mention uh, england's win over australia i think that was pretty special as well um in the obviously in the, <laughs> in in the world cup, world cup like, not, in, not, in, that? <laughs> not in the ashes um but i think in the grand scheme of things uh, i think pakistan played i think some of the best cricket of that world cup i think that was a real statement uh clash for that world cup i think it was as we've uh, discussed in depth in this pod it was lacking in iconic moments um it was lacking in, you know particularly memorable clashes especially the way the fixtures went and this was you know this was incredible you know pakistan's uh, it was re- it was it was breaking records of pakistan it was so just like ludicrously one-sided that we were obviously all talking about it. the cricket community was talking about it loads um I don't know whether it I don't think it necessarily tops. Uh, I think I enjoyed the India uh, win over Australia in the test more I think in the grand scheme of things. That's probably the game of the year here. But I did want to just make a case. I think I didn't make that. Uh, I didn't add that to the list, but I think it's a really good submission that Pakistan win.
3: The thing about that that one is, I mean, obviously, I'm biased because I just found it painful. But even <laughs> for, from a neutral perspective for entertainment value, as you said, it was so one sided that it was it was almost over as a contest after the first Pakistan's first over or two of bowling That's and most point. most of the rest of sort of 2 hours of cricket was just sort of trodding by knowing what the result was going to be. I think the most yep. entertaining game of that world cup was probably um Pakistan against Australia semi. Um and even the the England New Zealand semi was 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 sort of a probably a better game for the for the Agreed. neutral. Having said all of that of course I'm not nominating anything from the T20 world cup <laughs> because it's it it's India versus Australia as we said the fourth test. Um it's my moment of the year. It's my, I think, not even cricket. It's your everything. It's your everything. Will. It's, it's, my just everything. Your everything. <laughs> it's probably, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that if in 10 years when I remember 2021, I can't think of much else I'll remember other than that game. Oh, I think that was a real highlight. That's
1: how big it is. Quick on the World Test Championship final. I've put it in there because it was a moment in cricket history. The first one, whenever six days, it was actually enjoyable. I don't think it was because it was such a slog with all the rain.
2: I think that was it. I think if my memory serves me right, um, that was the week I actually was, I was coming back uh, to England, which was really nice. The first time about a year and a half, basically since the pandemic had started. So yeah. And I actually, I, the way that we came back from Heathrow, we actually drove past the ground. So I was really excited. I was really hyped up for it. But as you said, Dan, I think the weather, you know, the six day thing it, in, in some ways it's great. There was the extra day in there, but uh, and it allowed us to get what seemed like a very unlikely result in there, but it was just so stop, start. It just, you know, every, every other time we turned one of us turned the TV on, it was going to be rain and, you know people stopping playing. So I don't think it really has that game of the year effect. It has, I'm delighted we got result. And I think fair play to the organizers for actually putting together something yeah. that was so close to being such a great spectacle for test cricket. The intent was there. And I think to be honest, I think the world test championship deserves not really an award but a mention because i i liked it i am surprised i really got behind it i think it's very clever i think it is good for the format um again it's not well beating it's not the biggest change in history but i think a spectacle such as this you know two fantastic teams playing in a different country against each other if the weather had held up i think it may well have been that game of the year but i think it was too disrupted
1: yeah Sorry? you working for the icc then that was compelling <laughs> <laughs> I agree, though. I think we said this at the time. Like, it was good. It wasn't groundbreaking, but it was good. And, and movements to make. So, a special mention there. But, yeah, it's, it's going to the fourth test win against Australia. I can't... I daren't take away Will's best moment of the year, of anything. I, d- I daren't take that away from him um, and, and not give him the award. So, we'll shift that out with the other award. Well done to that team. You, you're doing well. You're sweeping the rainies this year. Coldest take of the year. Uh, we've only got three because I couldn't think of any because mine are all steaming hot. Um the first one, I don't know who put this up, but you're right, is when I <laughs> didn't rate Bumbra. I think I dropped him for the first test in, in England in the summer series and he went on to get for pretty comfortably. Second nomination is uh, someone saying New Zealand are the best team in every format hours before losing the T20 World Cup final and failed to win anything this year. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, New Zealand. Failed to win that one this year. Uh, and this one, this one's cold. The West Indies do a the World Cup and I'm looking at two boys here who said that. Who wants to kick us off? Which of these takes is the coldest of, of all three of those?
0: Sorry, Dan, you did also say West Indies would do well at the World Cup. So nope. I'm not letting nope. you off that nope. lightly. No, nope.
1: I, I did not. I did not. I said You be just rubbish. changed your mind. Oh, I said it'd be rubbish. They're, they're, I, this should be my hottest take. That should be my hottest take, is that I said, actually, boys, that the, the bad West Indies is going to turn up. I'm putting that in hottest take right now.
3: I right, think Dan on. was less aggressively optimistic on them than, than Zach and I were, to be fair. I... I
1: Slightly
3: I, I do remember saying they were going to win, and that is a that's a that's a cold take.
1: It was freezing, they were the worst team well, they weren't luckily for you, they, they weren't were poor the thing, they uh... were very
3: very very poor here's <laughs> the thing they were ter- that's a terrible take. the new zealand one is a is a bad take in that they won the world Test championship, but probably aren't the best Test team in the world, and they're clearly not the best in either of the other formats, but they are also quite good in all of them, and I think if you if you randomized it, spin the roulette wheel, you play a random format. I wouldn't want New Zealand because they're good across the board. Correct. So therefore That's the West is ho- The West Indies is a horrible, horrible, horrible take. However, you ca- you can't we can't let you get away with dropping bumbra
1: I think that was, wasn't it. Glen Glenn, we did you wanna did you back the West Indies? I'm sure you and Zach were on the West Indies train.
0: Oh I I don't not think it was. Yeah. It was
1: just you, Zach, it's just you gotta
0: defend yourself. No no here. it was Will. Will backed it will back them as well. <laughs> so did so did lots of other lots of other Pundits across but the world. But they're not on this
1: pod, Zach. They're not on this pod. This is just they're us not. for. This is just our takes. Our there was lots of
0: talk takes. about it being the last dance, and that these players could they do it one more time. And I, I really bought into that narrative, and it didn't, it didn't come off well. But the different, the but, I still stand by it. If they'd have picked Sunil Narine, they could have qualified for the semi-finals. So it's Sunil Narine's fault.
3: And a late nomination. That is the coldest take of the year. <laughs>
1: live takes live cold takes. <laughs> well i think i'm gonna i'm not gonna give it myself but i think we're in agreement that it's probably my cold take simply because and i think you made a really good point there zach is that there were other people talking about the west indies being good like people who are paid to do this and yet no one apart from myself is seeming to call for bummer's dropping so it, that is the coldest take i'll i'll take home that award uh, i'll post it to myself
0: also the immediate reaction from uh, at least me and Will, Glen was probably still half asleep so he didn't quite take it in, on the pod as soon as you said that <laughs>
1: it was and then that's why we must be on YouTube soon because I need people need to see our faces when these freezing cold takes fly out of our mouths because that was horrible It was, I think Will especially was disgusted with me so okay I'll take that one, there's the coldest take of the year it's me for not rating Jasper Brumber i would already apologised Jasper but one, one more time for the record, sorry so other end of the spectrum, hottest take of the year in which I just added another one which is me. Um, Glenn's Australia's winning mentality. Well done, Glenn, and for sticking behind that as well. So that 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 could have a good chance of winning highest take of the year. That um, the, the hundred is actually good. Which I'm gonna I'm gonna say Will started with that because you went to that first game and you were bright eyed and like a child who would just seen Christmas for the first time or something. It was it was gorgeous. Uh, I I put this one in Will, and I don't think it counts for this year so much. But your take on Sunrise is getting to like the semis. In the in the, the other IPL, I can't remember which IPL was which IPL. To be honest, that could have happened in a different lifetime for I know.
0: It, w- it was last year, so I don't think it really should count in this. But f- one for it the, was the IPL this the year. First sorry. So I, I understand that one that I didn't put in because I forgot about <laughs> it from the IPL this year was that before, when we did our preview pod, I said Kolkata Knight Riders are going to win the whole thing, and they got to the final out of nowhere.
3: But would you have stood? But was that a real take? Would you have stood by that?
0: I stood by it throughout the whole okay. thing. I mean, okay. no, but I definitely didn't halfway <laughs> through.
1: <laughs> so, okay, that was last year, but it's gonna squeeze in. It's like it's like how the Oscars that can be from films from a long time ago, because of the way it...
3: It, it was the COVID year, so it's fine, nothing yeah, counts. It'll yeah, get squeezed right. into this awards.
1: Good, good. Um and then the hottest take is Dan saying that West Indies would be terrible. Um, which they were. And I definitely said that. I'm gonna find the evidence that for you, Zach, and I'm going I'm gonna Gonna laugh at you, um, right? I I I'm gonna start with with winning mentality, Glenn. You stuck behind this for the whole T20 World Cup. It started as a joke, and it sort of got out of hand.
2: Yeah, I will happily take this uh, award. I don't think the the rest are really worth the consideration here. Uh, I doubled down. I got laughed at live uh i actually was allowed to provide a voice note which was nice to uh to, to <laughs> yeah. celebrate this prediction uh might have been arranged a, uh, a raised to play first that voice note one of our episodes one of our world cup ones um yeah i i to be fair i will be honest and say that uh win, winning mentality came from a place of ignorance because i i didn't realize that they hadn't won a world cup when i said it but that made it funny, and did I change my mind after being laughed at? Absolutely not. I I, I looked at them and I thought this could be quite a uh, decent T twenty team, and they can win when other people fold under pressure, and
1: that's what happened. Well done. I forgot that. I forgot that you did that thinking they'd won so that could have also become a coldest take at the same time
3: it's the doubling down that i respect i think that's what that's what takes the biscuit for glenn he, he he was pointed out that they'd never won a world cup before and he just kept saying it winning mentality
1: <laughs> say we'd come to him and he wouldn't even be australia and we'd be like yeah winning mentality <laughs> glenn that's how your day was mate
3: <laughs> and, they've, and they've literally not lost a game since i don't think so
1: no genuinely no they're, they're killing it you've kind of cursed us a little bit so i don't know but yeah i think before we do give it to glenn i think we we will the hundred is a good thing started with will and i think his general infectious appetite did rub off on all of us but is it because we came from such a place of negativity that it was so okay that we were like yeah it passes
3: yeah and the problem with the hundred is good actually take is that that was the peak me seeing the first ever game was the high point of our <laughs> position on the hundred and ever since then it's we enjoyed the tournament overall, I think it's fair to say, but we sort of stopped paying attention towards the end. The last couple couple games were quite good fun, but as a, as a whole thing, the tournament probably still should, still shouldn't exist.
2: <laughs> um, so it's hard to defend that. <laughs> that that's a pretty limp defence. I think I think if we worded the the take as the you know inaugural game, the first games will be a success. I think that was completely true, and I think that could have potentially warranted it. But as you well, said, will across the tournament.
3: We have another award coming up that this may this may feature in my secondary nomination for.
1: Okay. Nice. Well we look forward to that. But I think Glenn, well done. Hottest take of the year proud that's, of that that's i think that's got to be the biggest amongst the four of us to, to come out with the hottest take so well done here's the 2022 uh okay final one before we get onto our sort of predictions and look ahead to an exciting 2022 is our moment of the year and i'm going to let you you have got to pick one and i'm going to let you say it out on your own this time boys i've been reading it on the noms but this is your personal moment of the year and we'll we'll debate this so mine is anderson's delivery to rahane in i don't know what it was, uh, yeah it was the first test match in india early february time i just started my first job everything was very exciting channel four had cricket again 2021 was gonna be amazing um and then it didn't get off the ground from there but it was fun at least so that that's my moment um uh, will i'll let you go next what's your moment of the year
2: (laughs)
3: special mention i hadn't even thought of this when i was writing nominations but special mention to Rory Burns off the first ball of the ashes. Just because it is <gasps> very funny.
1: That is a very funny one. That's hilarious. Good, good, good special mention.
3: How had I forgotten about that as well? Because <laughs> you've tried to suppress
2: it. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. I, um,
3: but no, I've, I won't spend long on it. Of course, my moment of the year is is, is Richard Pant's final shot to the boundary four in that fourth test. Um, scene set around it. It's, it was it was about 6.30 a.m., I think, UK time by that point. Yeah. Um, my flatmate had gone to bed earlier in the day thinking it's probably unlikely they'll chase it. But he said, wake me up if it's on. And I had to run in at 5.30, knock on the door. And I've never seen someone bolt out of bed and run to the it's TV on. faster. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I said, it's on and pant ball were the only words, oh. I think. Oh, how good. Um, I remember.
0: I kept... Lovely. I remember waking up at about uh, 4, 4 a.m. UK time to watch and and just getting an immediate kind of message from uh, just i was just seeing messages on the chat because i would just woken up and getting an immediate morning zach from will and i was like right i've got to get downstairs will, <laughs> will is far too happy something's happening here i uh,
1: one of one of my collective moments actually is, is waking up in the morning i'm much less committed than the rest of the boys to watching cricket that isn't before 9 a.m and just waking up to a, a sleuth of facebook messaging messages and just seeing how the day went uh, live almost like like when you go back for a live feed on bbc sports or something another shout out to that uh zach do you want to do your moment here.
0: Yeah, I've put in a couple here. I think... No, no. We, well, well, you get one. I get one. You get one. We've all, all right, just said at, one. Very specific Not moments time. of
2: the year. Exactly. Not, no, Very no specific there.
0: worded award here, Zach. Fine. Axar Patel, 11 for 60. I'm not a bad. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> England, play, England play four seamers <laughs> and play one, one spinner. In the same test, Joe Root takes five for eight. And it's just it's just silly England have decided it's gonna absolutely swing around corners like an early April morning in Edgbaston but it doesn't and it's absolutely hilarious
1: that's a very good one and I'm annoyed that I I, I shouldn't have poked you so hard because I'm annoyed that that's even been nominated um Glenn your moment your singular moment of the year
2: yeah I think it's interesting that a lot of our highlights have been very India-centric this pod I think it shows that they've delivered a lot I think for the global cricketing community across all formats again been some highlights. The ICC, we get it <laughs>
0: <In> <laughs>
2: class. To positive world Test Championship. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I can complain but I'm trying to keep it positive for Christmas for all the elves sorry anyway it's the Christmas episode <laughs> sorry yes joy to war <laughs> Uh, And talking of joy to all, uh, the moment I just popped in uh, at short notice was Moeen bowling Virat Kohli through the gate, demolishing his stumps. February 2021, Kohli looking up as if it hasn't even happened. Um, You know, he's poncing around, he's moaning, he's a classic Kohli, blah, blah, blah. blah. (laughs) Get off there. It's a duck. Get out of there. Thank you, Moeen. A moment of real magic uh, this painful test year for England.
1: Brilliant. I'll tell you what, boys, I can't, I don't think we can debate those. I think they're all our moments. So how we can't split them up and pick one. I think they should all win a quarter of a rainy. I'm sure we can. Well, I'm sure we can organise that.
3: In the Christmas spirit, a rainy yeah. for everyone.
0: A rainy for all. Sorry, sorry. Just one quick thing that definitely should have been mentioned in a different award. We haven't mentioned Rizwan, who's had just like an yeah. absolutely silly, amazing year. Oh, uh, yeah. We haven't Joy- done
3: player of the year at all.
0: We no, Hero. there is no player in the year. He should have been mentioned in Hero. because oh, yeah, true. He's, he scored the most runs of anyone in the T20 year in T20Is and like so many more. than.
3: Well, we all got a nomination for Hero and someone decided to burn theirs on Axel Patel. So <laughs> I blame that person for not nominating Rizwan.
1: I happen to forget that even happened. I, uh, Rizwan's not in my consciousness currently, unfortunately. Next year he will be. Don't get me wrong. But this year, he's got his mention. Well done, well done Mohammed. I'm sure he's listening but well done Zach so those are our moments of the year give us your moment of the year Twitter at rainstoppod if we missed any as we've missed out Rizwan for this whole discussion Uh, tweet us email us rainstopplaypod at gmail.com just in the subject line it's your moment I don't know just just let us know what have we missed Um, that wraps up the Rainies for now Um, they were fun they'll be posted out to the recipients coming up but let's talk next year let's look ahead to 2022 this is a christmas slash end of year episode so each of us has come up with a prediction for 2022 and a resolution or a, or a dream or a hope something we hope happens in 2022 rather than something we think will happen uh will kick us off with your prediction and resolution
3: so my prediction i can't remember exactly when the next T20 world cup is happening but i know it exists November is it?
1: October. October, November. It's basically exactly a year after the last one. Same again. Copy and paste.
3: And I think in the spirit of Mohammed Rizwan, Pakistan will finally go one better, and they will win this T20 World Cup. And Love. my res- my New Year's resolution, my hope and prayer is that I don't have to watch any more cricket in the UAE. Oh,
1: 100% on that. That's that's huge. I think we can all get behind that resolution and hope. That we just just a year off. I'm, I'm not saying take it away from the UAE, but yeah. We all had a bit too much, didn't we? And how about that Pakistan win the World Cup? That's that's that could be exciting. I think we'd all want to see that as well. Obviously England first, but if not Pakistan,
3: they deserve it. They were the most entertaining, most fun, most enjoyable team in that in that previous tournament. And it's a shame that they they couldn't go one further. I want Hassan Ali to score the winning runs. I don't even know if he'd be in the squad by that point, but <laughs> hopefully. Um, and just on the UAE thing, unless things changes, we're getting a Qatar Football World Cup, and I think that's that's it for me. I can't I can't do that and a load
1: of cricket. Good. Good. So imagine if it was this year and we had the the UAE T twenty World Cup in October, November, straight into the Football World Cup in, in November, December. Oof. That'd have been all a bit much for all of us. So yeah, have a year off UAE. You've got the World Cup's in and around there. Zach, you've you've done lots of bullet points again, but I'm gonna I don't wanna I'm gonna be a dick and I'll say, listen, mate, you get one prediction, you get one resolution, pick. Let us know. What's going to happen just, next I'm, year? I'm just
0: going to be fast. I'm just going to be fast. Australia okay. are going to go back to back T20 World Cups. Mitch Marsh is going to go even bigger. He's been hitting the ball harder than anyone else has in the Big Bash so far. Following on for his World Cup form, he's going to score 500 runs in a World Cup. Go for about two million in the IPL auction. England are going to lose in the West Indies. Joe Root's going to quit captaincy and then not score a century for the whole year. It's going to that be that sounds like that sounds like a little
1: acker, That does the
0: way you the way you read that out. <laughs> Ten quid on yeah, five to uh, one on that. Kohli is going to go absolutely huge in ODIs and T20s as an upbills to the BCCI, and some child is going to score four hundred runs in the Under Nineteen World Cup and go for silly money in the IPL auction to Rajasthan and then be a massive flop because he's eighteen.
3: Agree strongly with that. <laughs>
0: Oh, what a set of predictions
1: that is. I mean, if one of them comes true, it's going to be a fun year. I'll tell you that much. I'd love to see that many runs in the T20 World Cup. And I love your little lacquer there. Losing West <laughs> Indies, root-quits captaincy in not dozen-course century. Build your bet. Let us know what the <laughs> odds are, somebody. <laughs> do you have a resolution, Zach, or, or anything you you just sort of want to see or want to personally do, maybe? Anything you want to achieve in cricket next year? You play a lot of cricket.
0: I'd love to score a 50 finally after hitting 45 three times. Yeah, okay.
1: That's a great one. We'll we'll track that throughout the year as well. Zach 50 watch. Hashtag Zach 50 watch. Make it trend. Let's make it trend. Uh, I'll do mine. So my prediction is that Joe Root will be the top run scorer in the IPL. He's going to go to one of these new franchises And he's going to absolutely dominate at number three because he's so fed up of playing in whites and so fed up with his test team that he's just going to go, you know what? I'm an IPL king now. And the looks I got then were disgusting, by the way. listeners. From all three.
3: (laughs) My favourite thing about this format is it's now basically baking in for our equivalent of this episode next year that Dan will either win a hottest or a (laughs) coldest take award.
1: Listen, we've got to feel our own content. Well, it's a big circle. So we're already we're looking at next year's rainy straight away with that. So that's that's a bold one. I know. But. I think he's going to be so angry playing test cricket. He's going to go, right, this is how it's done, boys. Uh, and my hopes and dreams that Hamid, Hasib Hamid will be the top run scorer in the home test this summer. And we all think he's going to get dropped for the next test anyway. It sounds like it with stuff coming out today. But he's going to take it, as you said, Will, on the last part, he's going to take some time away, get out the heat of it all, come back in April, or whenever we get our next test match. At home, this is, by the way, this is a very specific prediction. He's going to have a great English summer. And I look forward to that immensely. So good luck, Hasib. Right, wrap it up, Glenn, What you got for us? What are you looking forward to in 2022? What do you think is going to happen?
2: Yeah, I okay, got. It's tough to. F- I mean, yours was dross. Stand don't, 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 <laughs> honestly To be perfectly honest, you've
1: never you've never looked at me like that ever.
2: <laughs> uh, but but Zach's was especially detailed, and like I really am struggling to follow that. But um, I've got a hopeful prediction. You know, one of the classic. Um, issues of being an England fan is that you're always overly optimistic, even in the face of statistical uh, evidence that you're you're pretty, pretty painful at this, uh, this kind of sport. Same with the football. But I think that England have a real good shot of winning the T20 World Cup. The next one, I think we're going to double down on focusing uh, on the shorter formats, because clearly at home and away even more so away test cricket is currently not our calling without an opener or a world-class spinner. So we're going to acknowledge that we have the best openers in the world, arguably, probably arguably maybe Pakistan as well, but we have two of the best openers in the world. We have you know, Rashid stays fit is playing Archer comes back. We have the one, of the best pace bowlers in the world, one of the best spinners in the world for T20 cricket. I think we might win that world cup. Um, I'll be very surprised if we're not, uh, you know, in the semis, that'd be a, a disaster. And then resolution, Uh, me to go watch some live cricket in the u.s uh very short uh plug for our usa special episode which will be coming out i think early february i won't talk about it too much because we're almost out of time but um uh my resolution will be to go see a game of minor league cricket uh hopefully in chicago because they have two teams there so that is that is my uh, resolution
1: are they your closest teams glenn the, the chicago minor league teams
2: yeah, that pretty much it's it's pretty because uh, Iowa City's in between quite a lot of big cities, uh, pretty much equidistant with a couple, but that seems to be the most straightforward journey I think is just up to Chicago. Brilliant. When
1: when is that? I'm in the states next year. Maybe we could maybe that could be my resolution. Maybe I can come and join the cricket. Maybe we could go live, then. Maybe we could do a spaces from some mindly cricket ground in Chicago. That would be wild.
2: That would be incredible. Right. It should be for, you know, a large portion of the summer. Um, oh, so hopefully we uh, we overlap.
1: This could that be huge. Be,
2: that's a joint resolution, Dan, for oh. us to hang out in America and watch some cricket together. Oh. It's a nice way to wrap it, I think.
1: Great way to wrap up this. Nice job, Gren. So those are in, you know, those are written down now on paper. And as you said, Will, this will feed the hottest and coldest takes for next year. We'll see if any of these come true. If they do, it'll be a very fun year. Um, those were the Rainies. Thank you very much for listening. to This little Christmas fun episode. Um, despite lots of anger from myself about XR. Glenn keeping up the joy, remembering it's the Christmas episode. Thank you for doing that. We'll be back to review the third test between England and Australia sometime before the year's out. Um, Boys, Merry Christmas. Will, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for your noms. Hope your prediction comes true, um, because I would like to see that. Well done.
3: Thank you. Merry Christmas, everyone.
1: Zach, as, as a Christmas tree pokes... Just out from your shot here. Merry Christmas. Oh, it's a beautiful tree. Well done. Merry Christmas. We'll speak to you uh, for that third Ashes test.
0: Yeah, speak to you for that third Ashes test. Keep an eye on the spaces. We could easily do one one day before. Probably not on Christmas Day, but, you Uh, know,
1: you never know. Yeah. Good plug, though. Look out for our Twitter spaces at Rains.pod. You'll get notified when we go live because we do it a bit ad hoc. So, yeah, look out for them. Glenn, he's back in Wyoming. He's in a library. He's ready to go celebrate Christmas. Have a great one, mate.
2: Thank you. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everyone. And yeah, really looking forward to uh, watching England get battered again in about two, three days. So yeah, (laughs) there's my real Christmas cheer.
1: (laughs) End on the Christmas cheer. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Holidays. Enjoy the time off. We'll speak to you very soon. Thank you for listening.